Greetings everybody, this is V, aka Vernon English once again. What is going on? What it do? No, nah, no. Nah. Uh, so, back to the story. I'm going to jump right in on this one. Um, we're going through the gods and goddesses of beat and the gods and goddesses of dance. And the reasoning of me choosing to have this be of a subject and what the subject entails is quite delved in mystery as far as how I came up with this said thing. And so I explained, at least in part, that I had used a, a part of my experience from me traveling and having these experiences in nightclubs, which are crazy, by the way. And if you ever get the opportunity, please keep your hands at 10 and 2. Okay, I'm really, really silly today. <laughs> so basically, the characters are experiencing things that us as adults had experienced long ago. And so you can think about the time where I don't even know if you even remember as being a child uh, listening to your first favorite music for the first time or your first genre and listening and having that experience. And what initially happened from you and how the wrinkles in your mind came about. And so I have just one aspect of a character that I gave some alludement to. Um, his name was A-T-O-M as atoms or play off of uh, a cell or a, a small quark, which I actually comment on later on on a scientific nerd level thing. And then I actually even say deoxyribonucleic acid um, or nucleonic or however I pronounce it. And the thing that I wanted to talk about this is the lighthearted nature of creating something and how this story is a world in itself and I'm going to expand it in the fourth book. But when I do something like this, I, I see all the details of it. And that is another great aspect of being a writer is if you can tell something to someone and they understand exactly what you're talking about and you don't have to overextend yourself in the explanation. The explanation doesn't have to be something that is weird it doesn't have to be something whimsical. It doesn't even have to make it sound like you're selling a car. It just has to make sense. And one of the attributes to being a writer or whatever you call yourself when it comes to creating content is to have someone identify with it. And I believe the saying is that you have to make a problem make sense to someone else to explain it to them. And, and so that you know that it makes sense instead of it just sounding like whatever. You, you have certain qualities of going through and, and rehashing these moments. And, and for me, I would sit down and I would sit at the beach and, and I would rehash the moment and people would be walking around and in this world or wherever world they were at and would not be cognizant of the things that I would be experiencing and it would be the most hilarious thing in the world and I love that and I, I sat for a while with each of the every one of these characters and, and, and all of the settings and it was more than an afternoon it was more than quite possibly a few weeks of me making it make sense so that I could present it to you all and when I, I bring things to you, it, it's out of not pride, not out of ego. 
it's primarily out of a gift giving back to who it was that inspired me in the first place, which is people. And the best way to do so is to just put the material there and the people will come. If you build it, they will come. And, and that is one of the things that I love so much about creating. One of the things that makes me happy to be a creator is to have those qualities to have for someone uh, in any aspect. If anyone walked up on me and asked me, hey man, do you got a new story today? It will take me less than 30 seconds to come up with something on the spot. And this isn't a, a draw or it's not a draw or play on words. It's actually something that I worked on as a challenge for myself to be able to do that. And the scene in itself, in the sheer scope of how large this speaker and the setting inside of it is, is incredible. It's, n it's larger than possibly even a space station in some aspects of how one could go about and making uh, not a cubbyhole, but an, an enclave of places and, and intricate designs and patterns. It almost looks as if it was a DMT type of aspect or beehive, but I didn't want to make it so cliche. And so I, I created different aspects of the interior of said space, uh, a bit like a rhombus and the way that the initial ceiling tilted. And then in certain aspects, there were not even a ceiling to begin with, like sunroof. And I don't even allude as to if they are literally in space. They just spend their time there inside of the speaker. And later on, I add on as to the origins of them and how they became inside of the speaker to begin with. But I, I'm thinking that I want to just leave that as a mystery and then have them discover certain things uh, differently. I also want to make this point of human interaction and how important that is and how each person is different. Uh, no matter how much you try to make an experience the same, by default, it is a different experience. So with that being said, you, you have this understanding of where the characters go, but with having these different experiences, and I've said this, but it, each time it's different, is that inherently listening to something or experiencing a, a, a sense, it, it can be described in limitless amounts of ways. And to understand what a limitless amount of ways is, you have to go, you have to have a different amount of ways of describing something. And a lot of people have ways of describing certain things, which is always okay. But I wanted to describe it in a way that had me excited about reading it again. And so then I had different characters and I knew that it wouldn't be a disrespect to describe someone as punk or describe something as anti-music or anti-melodies uh, or even anti-discord. It would just be these things that would describe how I viewed different listeners. 
and how listeners went about going about these certain things. So when the listeners had their inherent new part of music, it would come back in a different aspect or someone else would have a different message each time. And, and that's what I wanted to describe. And it was, it's not so angsty, it's not so, hey, I don't like melodies, I'm gonna go with the Discord and have a, a cliche conversation from there. Uh, Nataraj has her own aspect and I wanted this to be of something and not to spoil the rest of the story for the second book, but I wanted her to have her own melody and her own masterpiece and something else that she described as herself but it wouldn't be discord and it wouldn't just be melodic, but a mixture of both and, and something of a new genre in itself. And it's hard to even describe something that isn't even a music genre right now, but people are scratching away at it and placing different musical notes and placing different sound bites together so that it mirrors things such as this. And I appreciate that though, because I wanted to create it. And that's it, when someone sits in a studio and describes, yo, this is a new genre of music right here. And people geek out about it and then they all try to replicate that said thing. As a scientist, one thinks about doing certain things like this, but it's not my inherent goal initially to do that. I wanted to create that space and then have you as the reader and listener place your inferred what would you call you place your own guesses as to how something went about or how something came about and to place yourself in the, the writer's chair shoe I wanted that to be described as something that it was a, a, a gift but also a challenge for you is to, okay, so what happened? We'll fill in the blanks. And, and that's inherently where I'm at as the, the writer. And the characters are all different. Their facial expressions, they're of different colors. They have different colors on. Uh, they're not overtly draped. It's hot, it's transistors on the inside. So you, you should understand that they had uh, materials and things so that they don't overheat. Uh, their hairstyles are different. It's all not wild and uh, it's not all pristine and clean. It, it, it inherently, uh, people wake up looking to change themselves and their appearance based off of their musical preference. And they have headphones on, some do, some don't. And it's very futuristic in the aspect of it, but they are not technologically, or, or excuse me, they are not uh, androids like different characters in my story so it's different parts where I'm looking at it and I'm like okay this is a lot <laughs> I could go on and on and on describing just these set characters alone and the impact that they have and how they could go into many different aspects you could it's just describing a futuristic science fiction city and you could go on and on and on describing a subway system. You could go on and on and on describing the, the skyline system and you would never get tired because someone else would ask a different question and then you could go into the explanations of that. And so this is that instance. 
and the ability to do so is a gift and something practiced and like I say if anybody asks me hey man can you describe something about your story that you haven't said before and then I'll sit here and I'll be like yes yes I can and then I'll go into describing okay well the the anarchargos were different they wore hoods uh, you could think of them as emo or punk but they're not because punk is different from emo and they just wanted to play their music themselves but it has a cadence to everything that they do even their speech and they didn't even know it and then you know it, it's just the ability to do that for a story that is not even classically trained or even edited by a professional would have a, an added bonus to do certain storytelling things later on in life and you can do this too but differently create your story make it sound good to yourself first and then make it sound good to anybody else but as long as it makes it sound good to you you really don't have anything else to worry about you you just have a story that you hold dear and near to your heart and that is uh, one of the overlaying messages that i have for people this thanksgiving it's regardless of who uh, sees the material or not as long as you're doing the material each day and putting something forward and putting your foot forward uh, anything forward a finger an ear your eye whatever you're making some progression as to completing your ideal or your dream in your mind and one could even say or attest that this is mine I'm speaking to you and speaking to others it's already been done and achieved no matter how you look at it and slice it you you have to look at different aspects of how one wants to reach the masses or reach anyone and talk to them and then what is the message and overlaying theme and mine is creativity mine is to live and mine is what is this curiosity or having fun there there is a point to it there's a depth that has no no reach meaning as in there is no limit to it or there's no no ceiling and there's the same reason that someone goes to a festival or goes to a party and, and has a good time and if they've listened to a music before it's not even a pretending like they heard the music for the first time sometimes they don't even it's just even if they do listen it's the enjoyment and, and continuing that enjoyment and what that enjoyment means it's not so in-depth or you don't have to overthink it and, and make everything have a moment of importance but just something to think about later this thanksgiving as everyone is thankful for the things they have so thank you so much this is v aka vernon english hey i'm giving a lot of thank yous to the listeners lately so the morning more you guys hit the subscribe button and respond the faster it is that i upload and i'm thankful for that so thank you guys thank you thank you thank you peace peace